Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Were you just drinking wine? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm on to my wine now. I finished my coffee and my water, so I'm on to wine. Do you always drink um like light wines? Like No, I don't. I I I don't discriminate, but I drink um I've just been on this rose kick lately because um I don't like drink I don't love drinking red wine without food. Like Yeah. I don't know. Just it's like really acidic for me, like on an empty stomach or without food. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm not like ready to go full winter yet, even though there's like a foot of snow on the ground. So yeah, I've been drinking this rose. I bought it because it is in a pretty bottle, but I actually like it. What's the brand? I knew you were going to ask me and I don't know because I just picked the bottle. It's at Costco. I've seen it at other places, but it's like I can go upstairs and look, but it is, it's got like gold roses on it, which you know is like my jam. Golden roses. Cote, no. Cote de roses. Rose. Yep. Yep. That's it. It's a cute bottle. Yeah. What were you Googling? Like rose with gold roses on it? I literally, (laughs) I said rose at Costco. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Damn, it's cute, right? That's why I bought it at first, and it's only like 13 bucks or something, so now we Heck just yeah. roll with it. My mom um, or my parents brought for our wedding, um, they brought a bunch of wine, and God, I can't remember the name of it now. I never see it anywhere, but it's so good, and it's it's so it's such a simple bottle. It's just like, you know, your dark, t- your like classic dark tinted, it's red wine, so like your dark tinted bottle. And it just has one tiny, it's probably an inch and a half to two inches um, long and like a quarter of an inch deep, like a little rectangle. And it's red and it just has like the brand on it. And that's all. I'm like, ooh, Ooh, I I like that. And it's really good wine. See, I'm a sucker for labeling and stuff. So I know it actually really killed me um, because. When my uh, like we hosted Thanksgiving and um, you know I my my mom my mom makes fun of me. I swear I swear once upon a time she was like oh yeah like our table wine is like a good like a ten dollar bottle of wine like that's good that's fine for us and now all of a sudden they're elevated and they're like oh we only fuck with twenty dollar bottles of wine or like whatever (laughs) and I was like oh excuse me so um you know they brought most of the food and stuff for Thanksgiving so I was like okay like I'll I'll handle the alcohol like I can do that much and so I went to the the liquor store buying all the stuff and I was trying to find I was doing like my usual thing and I was like okay so I'll buy something that I like and then I'll I'll get something new based on the label um (laughs) and I'll just make sure it's in this like $20 range (laughs) whatever like and um the guy was you know like hanging around he's like can I help can I make any suggestions I was like yeah sure whatever go ahead and so he everything that he pointed out I was just like he was like, this one's like super top seller. Like everyone like loves it. And it's, you know, it was a good uh, price range and it like won all these awards, blah, 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 blah. But it had the ugliest label. And I was like, okay, fine. So I bought two of that one. And then I bought that earthquake one that I sent you a photo of. Cause it's like, Ooh, this label's dope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I bought like a couple of other ones, but they, I was just like, re- other than the earthquake one, I'm like, I'm so unhappy with this purchase because the labels are not cute. 
Ugh, yeah. That's what we should do. One one day when we hit it big, we're gonna have a sex toy line. I would love to have like a wine late line label. I don't know. But I'm just like, what are all these things like that don't that are high or uh, like high consumption consumer products and people are just not making them attractive looking you know it's that's huge that's huge we just we also just dropped our sex toy idea twice now so now it has it has to be a thing well we're speaking it into existence right and then the third time we drop it it's gonna happen (laughs) buzz buzz baby (laughs) <laughs> is, that the, is that the name we could partner with bumble Ooh, bumble bees <gasps> we are the bumble bees <laughs> hey guys welcome to like honestly Ooh, where the drinks flow freely what did we what did we say in the pizza calories don't count <laughs> is that our is that our ig bio something like that i don't know i wrote it so yeah our my uh my old boss <laughs> my old boss put put some meeting on my calendar this week and I so I messaged him I was like what is this because <laughs> it's like not a thing that I work on so I was like I, why am I in this and he was like he goes how to start a podcast I want to start one about two chicks that just yammer about stuff oh. feel like I <laughs> feel like I know someone I was like oh yeah I got you I'm an expert. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of a dig, but it's kind of a compliment. I mean, that is what we do. Like, it's so funny when people are like, I'll tell people, oh, I have a podcast. And they're like, well, what's it about? I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like Seinfeld. <laughs> it's a show about nothing. <laughs> it's it's about everything and nothing simultaneously. Enjoy. Listen to us, bitch. Be inspirational. Oh, speaking of, if you guys listen to um, Cody's episode, which was two ago. Damn it. I forgot that we weren't. So we stopped recording because it was like we were already, you know, at like an hour and a half or something like that. But after we stopped recording, the three of us chatted for like another hour. And in that, Cody was talking about um, like journaling um and just like the benefits of that so that's something that maybe we could do an episode on later but i bought a notebook and it came today Ooh, that makes me like turned on by Ooh, i know i know you and i share the horniness of office supplies like i'm literally just holding it right now like, <laughs> as i simultaneously rub my nipple <laughs> Oh, it's such a thing, though. You're laughing because you are a little turned on. We love office supplies. And if you say that you don't love office supplies, you can just stop listening now. But, like, the thing is, is that, like, I love a new highlighter. When the fuck is the last time I highlighted something? Let me tell you. Years ago. Well, so I, okay, let me, first of all, first of all, best highlighters ever, the Sharpie, like liquid highlighters. Second of all, I 
also have a lot of highlighters because I fucking love them, but also I never have a reason to use them. So I make myself, so like I bought a planner. So like my photography stuff is like kind of picking up. And so I bought a planner just for my own like peace of mind to like organize it. And I like make myself like highlight stuff so I can actually use my fucking highlighter. Yeah. In grad school for like four months, I had a method where I was like highlighting things based on the class that they were. Yeah. So like I just had everything in my planner and I loved it. And I wrote in like a like a fine – I only used a fine tip Sharpie in my planner. So it was mm-hmm. like precise and beautiful and – So that's yep. what I was going to say Born. is like when we, when we started uh, – right before we started recording earlier, um, I was Googling – the best the best doodle pens <laughs> ooh because i don't know i feel like i'm like with pens i am just really picky so i have some i can't remember the <laughs> the brand that i really like for like note taking but they only last they're like really nice too they're like metal um and i got armand my stepdad is the one who he used the mechanical pencils like when i was in high school and i used to steal them all the time they're really mm-hmm. nice and then i started buying the pens and they're really nice but only for like a a little bit and then they start doing that like they get real like inky you mm, know yeah i don't like an inky yeah but they're like really fine i don't know i'll have to i'll have to send them to you i love them for like a period but then you got to get new ones anyway but so i'm looking for one that's maybe a little bit softer because also with like a journal i want something that's more fun colors Mm. but i don't want you know gel pens are notoriously finicky remember when gel pens were like a thing and we just had them like hundreds literally hundreds remember the marble ones those ones were cool yes Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. I There was a pen drawer on one of the units that I used to work on or like I would go to every once in a while in the, at the hospital. It was like one of the floors and they had this drawer of pens and they were all unwrapped and it was literally just a drawer, like a giant oh. office filing drawer full of pens. And I used to like like a crackhead. That's like porn. sneak. Yeah. But I used to like sneak over there because I didn't technically like work on their unit. I would just like go to their unit sometimes to like see one patient, but like that wasn't my floor. Mm-hmm. But I used to steer, like literally, like I was stealing. I mean, I was stealing, but like I was committing such a, a crime and I was like such a sketchball, but it was like a drug. <laughs> like I could not go on that unit without that drawer calling to me. So funny thing, how I discovered those Sharpie highlighters when I was working at my first agency. So um, when I when I started there, I was like just a I don't know, like a community manager. And then um, the CEO, he had like just taken over the company and he was like trying to like cut costs and stuff. And we had this like front desk woman who was making like an extreme amount of money for like what she did. And. You know, I'm this naive, like 22 year old girl, and he's like, Hey, um, can you like sit at the front desk while you do your job? Like, the phone rings like six times a day, so you know, it shouldn't be a big deal. We'll give you three thousand extra dollars on your salary. (laughs) No, I didn't want to do it, but I was like such a timid, I was just like, You know, the fuck, you get your very first job out of college which I didn't even know what I was doing. And then like three months in, like I'm still super fresh. And he's like, hey, can you just like do this thing? It's like not a big deal. And I'm just like, what am I supposed to say? Like, no, like (laughs) I should have, I should have, but I didn't. And so I ended up getting stuck on that desk for like a year. 
anyway, so we also had a studio where we shot like videos and stuff. And like they had a dressing room, like when they had like talent come in and um, there was also a front desk down there and I was down there sometimes because then they also got me roped because of course it wasn't just as simple as answering six calls a day or whatever. <laughs> it was like a whole slew of fucking other responsibilities. So I had two jobs while I was working at this place and I was making less than $35,000 a year. Fuck me. <laughs> so anyway, so then I go down to the studio because one of my responsibilities was doing makeup for talent. What? I didn't know that figure that one out. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I happened to, I was looking for something and I opened a drawer at the, at the front desk in the studio and there were all of these Sharpies. <laughs> oh, I fucking took them. And like, <laughs> like a few months later, someone was like, have you seen, like, we used to have all of these Sharpies down here. And I was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> you're like hiding. You're like shoving them into your bra. Yeah. Like, nope. Haven't seen them. Mine Weird. now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, awesome. So yeah, office supplies. Wow, that sorry. was a tangent. Yeah. Sorry. I'm it's so all right. Sorry, we just get. It's fine. It's like foreplay. So <laughs> <laughs> now we're in a great mood. Now that everyone's horny, go ahead and pause. Go do your thing and come back in five minutes, and then we'll talk about something else. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, so today we're talking about <laughs> um holiday, like holiday season, you know, like right now. Um and how that affects or like how your relationships, your romantic relationships inter I don't I don't know what word I was going to say. I was going to say intertwine, intertwingle, that's not a word. Intermingle. <laughs> it sounded intertwingle sounded like festive though, so I think we should just roll with it. That's what Santa would say. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Or just holidays in general. And I like, I don't know, just holidays, like what that looks like for us now in 2020 and like how we're surviving it. I mean, I feel like this can be a really stressful time on a relationship if you're not careful. (laughs) There's just a lot going on, especially when you're like, gosh, you know, you and I are both product of divorced parents. So I don't think that not now that has, that hasn't been, um, an issue, but you know, that can be, I know for you in the past, especially like that can be a lot to coordinate because you're having to like hit all the parents Oh, my God. Or And then, like, I was married to somebody who was a product of divorced parents, too. So there was literally four of everything. Mm. Yeah. And so then it becomes – the holiday season becomes a huge obligation versus just a time to be grateful. And I guess everything is just in your own perspective, though. But still, that's stressful. hmm Should we start there? <laughs> Let's start there. Let's start there. Yeah, so I used – like – I mean, I've always, my parents, I've been lucky because my parents have been cool of like, we don't have to do Christmas on Christmas or like, we don't have to do Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Like if you want to go to your mom's, if you want to go to your dad's, fine. So like, that's always, I've always been lucky to have that. But as I got older, it's definitely felt more like the the actual holiday itself has felt like a chore because of like coordinating and like holy coordination 
to go into oh, holidays man. that we just didn't either like didn't happen when I was little and like things just kind of fell together or like it's just so behind the scenes that I didn't know it. But that's that's actually really interesting. So, okay, what did your holidays look like when you were younger? Oh, um, so my aunt and uncle would have like a Christmas party uh, on Christmas Eve where like all of their friends, like adult friends would come over and um, we would like my dad and I would always just go to that. And then I usually did like Christmas. That's fun. It was so fun. I want to do that. Yeah. Like, I want to go back to that. And, like, they did, like, crazy shit. They, like, literally their house was packed. And, like, my aunt is um, Polish. Yes, Connie. She's, like, Polish. And she would bring out her, like, accordion and play, (laughs) like, these obnoxious accordion Christmas carols. And, like, everyone was drunk. And we're all like, oh, shit, Connie brought out the accordion. (laughs) But, like, we're all, like, dancing. And, like, I mean, I was little. But, like, that's where I learned how to bartend was, like, pouring pouring these guys' drinks, like, when I was eight, you know, fetching drinks. There's a scene in Mad Men where um, Don – have you ever seen Mad Men? Mm-mm. Ooh, add that to your list, please. Um, <laughs> and I growing. know you I know you never watched Friends the other day. I'm not going to bring it I up. I know now. because you didn't – did you, like, not see a sign into your account? <laughs> and because we just never talked about it. Yeah, because I know that you would have made a point to tell me if you had done it. Anyway, but there's a scene in Mad Men where he's like hosting something. I think it's like the neighbors or, you know, whatever, family friends. And Sally, the daughter, is like the oldest child. She's probably like eight (laughs) in this this episode. And he's like teaching her like the – like a guy comes over. He's like, "What what do you have to drink? And he's like, oh, I'll have a whatever. And he's like, Sally make him this but remember do this and this and i'm like the fuck like that's a fancy ass cocktail that you had this eight-year-old making you (laughs) dude fucking goals with my kids like i that is some life skill shit because they're always going to be drinkers and you can always be a bartender dude okay so that is okay going back to our previous episode on like things that we wish like going had I been more comfortable with going outside of my comfort zone, I could have made some fucking money in my day. But I always got so intimidated. Like when I worked at Twin Peaks and someone would – it was super easy working there generally because people drank beer or they drank um, like some kind of shot like or, you know, whatever, like really simple things. Like mm-hmm. it was that kind of place. But every once in a while you would get some asshole that was like that wants some obscure whiskey. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they and then they treat you like you're an idiot because you don't know. And those experiences have always like really intimidated me mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, I could never be a bartender. Like, I just don't. I, I would just – I would die of shame. <laughs> no, I – yeah, I think that it definitely depends on, like, where where you are and, like, you – there's, like, bartending classes, though. Yeah, well, and then there's also, like – I should have done it in college, though. Abby was a shot girl in college. I was actually talking about – I forgot about this, and I was – I had remembered it the other day. She was a shot girl, and she basically – excuse me she got to decide what she served yep 
And she would, because she essentially paid for it up front, like paid for the bottles up front. Yeah, you like, yeah, you like buy it up front and then you can kind of like charge whatever you want too. But here's the insane and like very impressive part about it. Almost every night she would serve these, because like her, she was like the girl, She, her um things were like the tube shots, mm-hmm. you know, is like how she would like mix them. And she would serve, you could either, the bottles that she always carried was Rumplemints and Jaeger. And you could buy them individually or together they were a shot called a dead Nazi. And that was like, she made bank selling those every time. Mm. Isn't that, but they're disgusting. First of all, they're disgusting. They sound disgusting. Yeah, yeah. You, I remember when we went out and I was still underage and you were drinking with people and you ordered rumplements. So that's funny because st- I love rumplements historically. Um, <laughs> in it, I, you know, I black out every time though, and that's <laughs> that's the problem. But I fucking love it because it's like mint. But earlier today, I was making, um, I was making a. Uh, peppermint bark Mm. yeah and uh you have to use peppermint extract in Mm -hmm. that and i almost i like licked the like i got some on my hand of the like whatever mixture that had the peppermint extract in it and i licked it off i almost threw up like immediately (laughs) because it it smelled and tasted and had an aftermath of just like rumple i was like oh i'm really i'm really out out of that stage of my life now (laughs) yeah those were fun times but they need to be left in the past Mm, yeah (laughs) man i i hate that i hate that for myself (laughs) Hate that for you. Yeah. All right. What hey, are we talking about? I don't know. I was like, where were we? Holiday traditions. All right. Oh, so you're okay. So you were like the bartender. Holy shit. Yeah. And then like, but I never had, I mean, my dad and I would always just go home and then like him and I would wake up and we would do like our presents together, like just me and him. And then like at one point he was um dating a woman who had a bunch of kids, a bunch of animals, and um yeah, so then, like, we would do that together, and then, like, usually, like, that night or the next day, I would go to my mom's. So that's pretty seamless. I feel like it's way, for the most part, or at least for you and I, it seemed like things were, like, pretty set in stone. Yeah. And that's where I wonder if it's, like, were, was it just easier then? Or – I know. Were times just or, easier? Or did Or did you just not know of all the – hustle and bustle that behind the scenes because you were a kid yeah because for me like it was different I don't remember Thanksgiving that much to be honest basically like every holiday I think we spent at my mom's parent her my mom's parents house like because that was the big so like my dad didn't have any siblings and um and my mom has six and like, you know, so everyone gathered at her parents' house every year for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so before my parents were divorced, we would do Christmas together 
Christmas morning and then go out to her parents' house um, and then spend the day there. And then after they were divorced, I would do, I think, I can't remember if I did, it depends. I think it depended on the year, but sometimes I did Christmas Eve with my dad. Mm -hmm. And um, like when, I think that's after I moved to Texas, I would do Christmas Eve with my dad and then someone would come pick me up, like either my mom or like one of my aunts or someone would come pick me up on Christmas morning and take me to my grandpa's or grandma and grandpa's. and so anyway, but even then it was like, okay, there's a system, like there's a thing that we always do. But then after, like once you then enter into the equation, like, okay, well now we have my stepdad's family as well. And then now I'm married. So now it's like, well, <laughs> we're all over the place. There's a lot. But this year was nice. This year was actually really nice for Thanksgiving because, um, as I said, we actually hosted. So Rob's mom um, is going to visit his sister for Christmas. So she was here for Thanksgiving. So she was able to come over. And then um, my my parents usually spend it at their friend's house. But because of like COVID and stuff, they're being more low key. So we just invited them over and it was a very nice mesh. I, I think it went really smoothly. I love that you say you hosted and you're like earlier, I don't know if it was this episode or the previous episode, but you're like, yeah, I bought the booze. <laughs> yeah. Everyone brought the food. They brought the food to me. So have you cooked a turkey before ever? No. <gasps> I did once. Once. Did you do it in the oven or how'd you? Yeah, the oven. So Armin smokes the turkey. That actually sounds good. I don't like turkey. So normally I'm pretty like meh about turkey or ham, like meat and like holiday meats. I'm like, meh, I could live without like I'm here for the sweet potatoes Mm -hmm. and for for the stuffing. And like, like, yeah, give me the green bean casserole. Yeah. Like all the super like condiment heavy like sides. Oh, you know how I feel about a condiment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But this time. I don't know. They did a smaller turkey this year because of fewer people. Um, and it was like really fucking good. See, like, is it, are we adults now? Is, do we like turkey now? Because we're no. adults? Okay. No, I think just the. It was just the way it was just, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I love like hosting people, but I hate the work that comes with it. Like, the Dude. dishes and the cooking yes. and the cooking and then keeping your house looking presentable. Oh. Dude. Okay. So first of all, it was like we had, <laughs> it was like Rob's mom and my mom took shifts being like very overwhelmed and stressed. <laughs> Whereas like Rob's mom was like trying to get stuff done like earlier um, and like get things, you know, like she was, she was mostly handling like, the pies and like desserts and stuff so she's like okay let's get these cooked and then these can rest like these don't have to be like hot when we eat them and then my mom's stuff was like the mashed potatoes and the um I don't know whatever like the oh the the stuffing and like the the sides and so then it's like right before we're like trying to time it out when the turkey's done and and then we're in, when all the food is done and everyone's like rushing around and we've already used like a million fucking dishes i did dishes for two days <laughs> that's the worst 
Oh my God. Oh, and no. like, and my parents, like both Rob's mom and my parents are all like so considerate too. Like whenever they come over, they always like do dishes and stuff like along the way. So it's like not a crazy thing, but even still so many dishes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like all your dishes from like the, like actually cooking, but then uh, eating too. So like, even if you, if you're keeping up with it along the way, there's still some left over that day. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you have to put everything into Tupperware containers, but then you end up eating that the next day, and then you have more dishes. <laughs> At night, in bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just finished the stuffing today. It was fucking great. Anyway, so let's go, <laughs> let's take this back to relationships, though. So I, I uh, you know, truthfully, I feel like I am a – very lucky, not a little bit lucky. I'm very lucky where we don't have a lot of in-law drama. Like my parents are pretty chill. Um, Rob's mom's super chill. Like she actually lived with us for like just a couple of months last year, which I think helped like a ton of just like me and her. Cause Rob was also traveling. I think she stayed with us for like eight weeks and he was traveling for like six of those eight mm. or something, you know? Um, so that was a lot of a, a good like quality time for us. And then, you know, they just happen to get along with each other, which is very helpful. Um, and they're both like very flexible. I feel really bad for people who have parents that are like very offended if you're not, you know, somehow able to make it to Thanksgiving or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. Christmas Day or something like that. That That's really hard. Have you experienced that? Um, yes, I have experienced that. I um, <sighs> have been. Like, just with, like, not even in-laws, but just, like, other sides of the family just being, like, um, these are our traditions and, like, you have to do them or, like, you're not in the family or, like, it's really offensive if this doesn't work. Like, and it's – I feel like it gets harder when you move away or, like, you're you're living further away. So, like, in New York, like, I lived – you know, an hour in opposite directions of like both of my parents or like, you mm. know, whoever I was with, like we had to travel to go to their house. And it's like frustrating um, with the bigger the family, I think, like if you can't just have all sides there. So like what I ended up doing one year was just like, okay, Thanksgiving's at my house. Like if so you So I was going to ask if if you were just like, I'll just do it. <laughs> yeah, I did because it's just like I am so sick of once one like I mean, I'm like we said I'm here for the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and the green bean casserole, but I don't want to eat turkey four times. So Ooh. Um, I'll just make it. And then whoever wants to show up shows up. And so like kind of created a tradition like that of just like an open door policy, like, okay, this is when I'll be ready for company. And this is when I'm kicking company out. So anytime between here, if you want to come over, like grab a plate, fine. How'd that work for you? It was good. I liked it and it was flexible for me. I didn't have to leave my house. I stayed in like, you know, cozy pajamas curled mm -hmm. my hair, stayed in pajamas. Like it was great. Were they SpongeBob pajamas? No. No, were they, they were like were they popcorn pajamas? No, no, also weren't popcorn pajamas. They were like adult pajamas, like <laughs> <laughs> not like lingerie, but adult pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ew. welcome to my house. <laughs> Come on in. Oh, um no, but like I 
okay, so I liked that, like an open door policy, like stop in and then nobody feels like obligated to like have, be on a schedule. And like you said, not everything has to be hot at the same time. Like heat it up in the mm-hmm. microwave, like make plate, heat it up in the microwave. However, I do think that it lost a little bit of like that feeling of like everyone's sitting down at the table together and like <sighs> we yeah. all take a deep breath and like look around and I'm so thankful for you. Like that kind of thing. You know, and you also, but the one thing I was going to say, and this is a case by case thing. I think on days like that, there's so much sitting around too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's really nice and enjoyable. Sometimes it's really painful. So depending on how you look at it, it can be a good thing. Because that's what I was going to say. Like, oh, and you get to skip the step of like, everyone's just kind of like, him hawing around looking at their phone like killing time until all the food's ready and then everyone sits around it's like an obligation Mm -hmm. i think it just depends on the kind of family you have too (laughs) i was gonna ask if you guys like have you ever done the sit down and like everyone goes around and says what they're thankful for maybe probably I used to, like, hate that as a kid, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, it's, like, really nice to hear, like, hear nice things about you and also to, like, say nice things about somebody else but have it not be, like, I mean, obviously, like, we should do that all the time and stuff, but it was, like, nice because it was never, like, weird just bringing it up randomly. Yeah, and, man, that's, like, I feel like another, just another thing of like, man, we're fucking old where we really appreciate gratitude. (laughs) I know because I always used to remember like they, like I would just kind of copy what, um, what people said, but like, so I grew up like not religious, right? Like Mm -hmm. just, you know, be a good human, whatever. And like, but we didn't, there wasn't really like a whole lot of talk about like God in our, in our lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I remember like one Thanksgiving, this is a little bit of a cringe moment, but I remember one Thanksgiving, like I didn't know what to say when we were going around and like saying <laughs> what we were thankful for. So I said I was thankful for God, and, like, <laughs> like which was fine. And like everyone was like, oh, that was like nice. And my dad just like his eyes shot open and he, like, you know, when like a dog hears something and they just like cock their head to the side. Like he was just like, what just came out of your mouth? <laughs> it's so funny but like as a kid those are such weird moments where you're like put on the spot and you just like whatever flies out of your mouth flies out of your mouth but well that was what I was gonna say is like (laughs) that is because I I have such extreme anxiety in situations like that where it's like I would just sit there sweating bullets <laughs> until, until it was my turn. And then my it's like the whole time my panic brain is on. And I'm like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? You're not listening to anybody like say anything yeah. nice about you. It's like yeah. that there's like a meme going around, like the anxiety that you get of like reading or when you're like reading in a circle in the class and you're like trying to figure out which section you have to read so you can like go ahead and practice prepare. It. Yeah, like practice it beforehand. It's like that. <laughs> Yes. No, that's totally me. It's like I'm I'm very comfortable. Like I was always okay with like dance recitals, violin recitals, like um chorus recitals, like anything like that because it was all um like pre-prepared. Mm-hmm. Like that that I'm fine with. But if you ask me, like me doing improv classes was a big fucking deal because I just had like 
just nausea the whole time. <laughs> oh, and now I have the Pepto-Bismol song stuck in my head. <laughs> so wait, so I want to know, has this ever, has this ever been a conflict? Has like family coordination around the holidays been a conflict for you in your relationships? Oh, I don't think that I've ever had like a fight, like explode about it, but it's definitely been like a soreness of like, well, if your family is more important, then like go ahead. Or like if you're and you put it on them to be like, yeah, my family is more important. (laughs) And then that's the fight. Well, yeah, but but like not even not to that extreme. Like I've never been like that, but it's just like, you know, like I feel like maybe it's my inflexibility or like whatever. But like I feel like my family is pretty flexible. So when people aren't willing to flex around my family like that, I take it like personally. And it bothers me. But I feel like my family kind of has always gotten the short end of the stick historically, like with like whether it's like a relationship or like just our other family members, like our families within the the big family, like my family is the smaller one. So like we're the ones that are supposed to like be flexible around the families that have like 18 siblings. It's like, well, then you either invite me and my parents and like my whole family or else like I don't come because I'm going to go with them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I wouldn't say that it's been like hard, but what about like, have you ever met a boyfriend's family at a holiday time? Or like the rest of the family, like the extended family, like you've met the parents, but not like everybody else? Oh my gosh. So, man, we were just talking about this at Thanksgiving and now I can't remember. So at Thanksgiving this year, we were talking about like when's the first time that um, Rob met my parents? Like when's the first time that I met Rob's parents? I remember the first time I met Rob's parents, but they didn't know that we were dating at the time. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it was like during that messy period of like mm-hmm. we're like dating, but not official. We're like talking, we're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and. But I don't remember. I think the first, I actually think the first official time that I met everyone, even the parents, as the girlfriend was maybe at Thanksgiving. It's like such a cringy moment because you're like, everyone's there. And then, like, they're like, ooh, you brought her to Thanksgiving. It must be real. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The worst. Oh, it's like real. I'm so I'm just so uncomfortable around (laughs) new people anyway. And like that also wasn't like the best time in Rob and I's relationship. So it's like he is very much so he and I have very different approaches to like family time where like he is very like they've I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, but they're like very. Oh, we're just like, we're all here, but we're all going to go off and do our own thing in the house or like, oh, we're all sitting in, in the living room, but I'm Rob's like on his phone the whole time versus like when I decide to go see my family, I'm like hanging out with my family and I'm like very rarely looking at my phone. And so um, when I was hanging out, like I'm like there for the first time with like all of his siblings 
both of his parents and everything. Um, I'm just like, hey, like, can you help me out here? Like, I'm here, like, meeting these new people for the first time. And, like, I think it was also a, self- a self-consciousness in, like, our relationship where I'm like, I don't, like, I feel like I'm not being supported here. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, anyway. where do I stand with you? Like, what are we... Yeah, or, like, what all does your family know about me? Like, what do they think about me? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And um, and they were all – and it was also just a very different, like, family dynamic. Like, they were all – they're all very close. They all, like, grew up kind of, like, very intertwined and, like, in – I don't know, just and, – and I just didn't have any siblings. And um, I, I don't know. It was just very different. And, like, my, like my mom and – my stepdad are very chill and and very just like, well, if you want to come by, then come by. Like, whenever we're here. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and so it's just a very different, it's a very different vibe. Um, but but also I brought so this was also like probably pre- the same year or or the next year after I adopted Rowan. <laughs> and this is the first time I brought Rowan with me. For some reason, I don't know why. Um, Moral support. <laughs> and this is the first time that everyone met Rowan too, and he is basically a wild animal at this point. <laughs> like <laughs> he was, he was a street dog, and he was just a wild, a wildling. And the funniest thing, I just have this very vivid memory of he was just he's so, um, he was so aggressive about begging for food that, um. We put him outside in the backyard, which is fenced in, um, but he found like a weakness <laughs> in the gate and he, so the, the dining table that we were eating at was at the front of the house and there's this like beautiful, like big picture window, like right behind the table. Um, and you, <laughs> you turned around, you turned around and Rowan had gotten out of the gate from the back and he was <laughs> in the bushes, his little head, like in the window, like. Hey, hey guys, <laughs> let me in. I want some food. Was just, I was just like so embarrassed. Like so Yeah, you're like the weird one with like the weird like this Rob weird Rob has dog. a ill behaved stepchild now. Yeah, and I think like I think that's how he felt too, because it was like <laughs> not his dog. <laughs> Hashtag not my kid. Hashtag yeah. not my dog. <laughs> But other than that, so I mean, I don't really – I don't really have – I mean, and truth be told, I've always been very distant with my relationships in my family. Like, my family has never really – I think the only other boyfriend that they've – they met – so, like, they met a couple of high school boyfriends. Like, they met um, one guy that I dated for a couple of months – in high school like I was like a sophomore or something and he was or maybe I was a freshman and he was a junior and he like wanted to take me on a date and for some reason my mom like insisted on meeting him which was like not a thing that she ever really did or maybe she just never knew that I was like going on dates before that I don't know <laughs> but like but this was I think maybe my first official like date where they like came and like picked me up or whatever And so she insisted on meeting him. And then she met like my more serious boyfriend in high school and then Rob. And like, those are the only people that they've really met. Um, So I think like uh, until, until 
Rob and even even after I was dating Rob for a while um I still just kind of like we both just kind of like did our own family holiday things Mm. see I like I like um being with like a significant other's family on the holiday but I don't like the actual act of like their traditions so like I want to go to your family's house on Thanksgiving but like I don't really want to have of like the first time I'm meeting everybody be like a formal sit down dinner at Thanksgiving or like I don't want to go over to your family's house and like watch your nieces and nephews open their presents for like the first year you know but like after that I'm all up in it like I want to be all about it oh my god this is so embarrassing at um my first Thanksgiving or my first Christmas with my ex they have like a tradition of somebody has to be Santa Claus and pass out all of the gifts and like they give you you and it's like a big deal like it's a big deal to be Santa so you have to wear this um Santa hat and it's like cheetah print for whatever reason I don't know why um and you pass out all the gifts under the tree so I'm they were like Mariah do you want to be Santa and I was like Sure. No. Well, I know. Yeah. But like I said, yeah. Right. Because like, you know, you're not going to say no. Right. And I said it with a smile on my face. So yeah, of course I'll be Santa. So I'm just excited to like interact with the babies. Right. Cause like a baby's in the room and I'm all about it. Like that's like white on rice with me with a baby. So <laughs> I'm just excited to be like, have an excuse to like, you know, play with these kids. And, um, without being like a weird, the weird new girl, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like mostly, it was like mostly kids presents under the, under the tree, but like everyone bought, brought presents for like mom and dad. Like, okay. So Uh two mom and two dad. So I give them to like his mom. Yeah. like, Like the mom and dad. Right. But it was a present for mom, like mom's mom. So it was a present for the grandma, but like it was from, it was from like his mom. So it was a present for her mom, but like from his mom. So it said like- How are you supposed to know that? Right. But so I gave it to like the wrong person. Like everybody was opening up the wrong people's gifts and it was so (laughs) Uh embarrassing. And I didn't, I never lived that down. Like I'm, they probably still talk about it at Christmas. I mean, like it was like a jewelry box or something that like I ended up giving to like his dad for some reason. Like I don't remember what the – or like I read a name wrong or something. Like don't remember what the context was, but he was like, is there something else in this box? Like who used a jewelry box to wrap my present? And they were like, no, we gave that to mom. And I was like, oh, my God. Also like who – okay, so in this scenario – let me let me put myself in this scenario. <laughs> let me pretend that I am one of the people, the peers. I'm not Santa. You're Santa. But I'm one of the, like, family members. Mm-hmm. I'm eyeballing my gift. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, if I see you giving it to the wrong person, I'm just going to, hey, hey, Mariah, just, no, no, no. That goes to so-and-so. Like, how fucking hard is that, assholes? <laughs> right. No. Okay. Another thing that was really hard for me to, like, grasp under all of this was, like, so being an only child or, like, 
at least having like more intimate Christmases where I was pretty much like the only kid or else there was like a couple of other kids, but Mm -hmm. it was very much like a, um, everyone sits there and like we, you give the gift that you got that person, then you watch them unwrap it. And like everyone kind of like, oh, what did you get? So like, it's quiet. Oh, I hate that. There's not, see, I like it. Like, it's not like all eyes on you, but it's like people know like what's going on versus like at this house at like this get together, there was like ribbons flying and like paper crunching and like multiple garbage bags of like paper trash. And I was like, whose toys even are these? Like, I kind of don't even want to buy presents for your nieces and nephews because, like, they're not even going to know that it's from us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, it was chaos. It was, like, so – I remember, like, I think that it's just me being from, like, a small family and then, like, um, having, like, dated people that have been from big families. But, like, it just feels so chaotic to me, like, holidays, just being in a a house full of that many people trying to do, like – organized things such as like secret santas or opening presents or like everybody having a meal like it just feels chaotic that is a nice thing um like with rob's family they're just like listen let's just do like we do secret santas not everyone has to be together though i think they're they're trying to like figure that out where we because it's it's just a thing where everyone lives in a different state which is really hard Um, But even when everyone isn't able to, like, get together, like, we still do, like, Secret Santas and, like, just mail each other stuff, which is nice, which also, though, can be really stressful for someone who's, like, me, who I'm, like, I've only had, like, limited number of experiences um, with these people, like, like, with the siblings and stuff or, like, with their, their spouses even, um, so it's like that kind of stuff can be, can be stressful, but, but at the same time, it's, it's not like not the worst thing. Um, but the, back to like what you were saying, just like the chaos of everyone, like opening stuff. I'm like, I feel like that's where my mom in particular would be like hovering over me and like saving the, <laughs> the like tags to be like, you're writing thank you notes later. <laughs> like <laughs> at the, at the end of the day, it's like your parents responsibility to make sure that you have the good manners and more. I think that's the thing that really bothers me about other families and like how they raise their kids. I like, I don't have any like particular, just, just it as a general note of, like kids that aren't appreciative of like they're just like yeah toy for me like ripping things open like I'm just like okay well but also like that person didn't have to give you anything at all no I know I go into like shell shock of that and like even at work with that sometimes like I'll be like oh we like I have a surprise for you or something and it's just like something that we're making that day or like I'll have like M&Ms on my desk or something and like I'll give them an M&M and they're like aw like you brat a flick for you (laughs) in the forehead for you and or like they just get used to it so I have like a couple of kids at work now that are just like I want a prize I want a prize like every time Mm. they have to leave and I'm like I'll give you a prize here a flick (laughs) (laughs) like you don't get a prize every time it's so funny yeah like you have to it's a nice thing that people do for you 
I know that's a big thing for you because you're that's like a love language for you. Gifts. Mm-hmm. Gifts are totally a love language for me. Like, and not even just like a a big expensive present, but just like the act of giving a gift. Like I love giving gifts. Oh my God. Isn't that so I get really frustrated. Um, there are certain years like this year was one of them just because we couldn't spend as much time with people, I think. So like my secret, I don't know if I should say this. I'm going to say it. Yeah. You my, should sec- say it. my secret. Um, it's not like a, it's not a big deal, but like, um, I keep a list in my, I keep a note in my phone. And so whenever for like present ideas, um, so whenever I'm talking to someone or I'm hanging out with someone and I see that they, or they say that they need something or they want something, they're looking for something. Um, I'll just go ahead and write it down or Love I'll just that. go or I'll buy it. And then like by the time the holiday comes around, they've forgotten that they said it and then you give it to them. They're like, Oh my God, I really wanted this. And it's like a really nice surprise but also something that they really wanted. Um, but like times like this year when I haven't really been able to spend time with people to like have those kind of like anecdotal like conversations um, or like, man, shopping for my parents is so hard because they are the kinds of people that just buy it if would, they need it or want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And so it's really hard to try to like, um, I try to like, especially like, like with my mom or like my sister, I try to like branch out and be like, okay, this is something that I recommend or like that I try and I really like that I think you might like, but then they end up like not using it and then I get my feelings hurt. It's like a whole thing. Um, yeah. But, or like Rob is kind of like becoming that person too now though, where he's just like anything that he really wants or needs, he just buys. Or, like, the other really frustrating thing with him is that (laughs) he, like, so, for instance, like, last year, he was, like, I really want a leather jacket. And he was, like, sending me leather jackets. And he sent me this one. He's, like, I really want this one. So I bought it for him. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And then he, like, tried it on. He's, like, I don't like it. I'm, like, well... It's the one you too late. Like, you said that you wanted this one. So for him though, because he's so he's so tall and like has not a very like gen pop friendly like figure, he has to like a lot of the stuff that he really is passionate about or like really wants is a lot of like fashion related things. But also I have I've had to learn that he'll like send me things like but also in the way that I send him things where I'm like I see something I'm like, "Oh, I like this." But I don't – I'm not, like, passionate about it, you know? Mm. It's, like, in the consideration, but it's not, like, oh, this is the one. Mm-hmm. And he does that to me a lot where he sends me a lot of stuff that he likes, but he hasn't really vetted yet for, like, does this look good on someone who's my size? Mm. Does this look good – yeah. Or is this functional – does this function in the way that I want it to? Like, stuff like that. So that's becoming a really difficult thing for me with him. And also – also, he's kind of a brat. And so if you buy him <laughs> something that he doesn't like, he like is a little bit pouty about it. And that makes me mad because I'm like, bitch, like I don't have to buy you anything. It's like for you, Rob. He and I hate this. I hate. So my mom does this thing where she's just like, tell me what you want and I'll buy it. And I'm like, I hate that. Like that. That's no fun to me. But that's what I have to do for Rob. So this year he was like, this is what I want. And so I was like, fine. 
here. <laughs> I also, yeah, I don't like knowing what I'm going to get, but I also like, I don't know. See, I'm, I think that I'm in that stage of like, if I want something or need something, I buy it. So like, I'm less about like, okay, I don't want like a big item from like my significant other. I want like you to plan something like plan a trip. That would be cool. That would be like a great present or like plan a night away or, or write down 25 things you love about me that I can open up every day of Christmas. Like, or just like a really niche thing that like you mentioned one time or something that would like make your life easier, but like you don't really remember, you know what I mean? Like just something that, that says like, I listen to you. Like, no, I heard you. Literally, like, the best present I ever got for Christmas was last year, and I got a car starter. Like, that is such a good thing to have in Alaska. You know? Yeah. And if that's, like – And it's something that I wouldn't have bought for myself because I think that it's, like, crazy expensive. And, like, I didn't want to purchase it for myself. But, like, every time I I was, like, outside in the cold in my cold car, like, I was miserable. So the fact that, like – I think that's the key. It's like something that is nice to have, but not like so important that you're like, oh, I need this. I'm just going to go ahead and buy it. Right. And so then someone else buys it for you and you're like, wow, thanks, because this is nice to have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or like I just love like sentimental gifts too. That's like Mm. totally my love language. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's – and I especially love that for – um, I'm not a big Valentine's Day person, but I do love uh the like just because thing. Like mm. Rob and I used to be really big on like leaving notes and stuff, mm. which I really love. Yes, I love that. Like just because I thought of you or like, I don't know, like you did that to me. Like when I closed on the house, like you sent me like Venmo, like, hey, congratulations, like just because. And I was like, oh. Like that's my love language, not when I'm like expecting it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and like right back at you, you did that to me when I was in New York for the first, or New York City for the first time. You're mm-hmm. just like, it's not fucking New York without some goddamn pizza. Yeah, get yourself some real pizza, girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like that's totally like more my love language than just like. Here, I was obligated to get you a Christmas gift, and I thought you might like this. I do. I, I, you know, I do really love that. I would love, I would really rather spend a lot of time and, like, emotional effort than to just spend, like, or, like, even to, or receive, rather, than to receive something that's, like, you know, hundreds of dollars Mm -hmm. value, you know, because that just seems, that feels like an obligation to me. Yes, I agree. And I never wanted it to be an obligation. Look at us being old again. Fuck. When did we get so old? God. Are people even listening to this anymore? Are we like the grandmas with the podcast? Uh, <laughs> I would like to think that we're woke. <laughs> we woke. Oh, I don't gross. even know how to say that without cringing. I know. It's gross. Grandma. Ultimately, I think that you and I are both fairly – in good situations now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to worry about any of that anymore, which is like, well, you know, I'm at, I'm distanced from it now. So 
Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I know that you, I know that you are, you know, it's a whole new struggle now. Like you're in a whole other state yeah. um, with the pandemic. Like you can't even be, you know, be with your family at all, which man, I, like I feel for you so bad there. Like that, <laughs> I just, you know, I think <laughs> Erica as- had to deal with our, or my, uh, like emotional night before Thanksgiving. Like she's like, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And I was like literally crying. I'm like bawling my eyes out right now. So yeah. Yeah. So I need to watch the friends episode. <laughs> oh yeah. That was my solution. I was like, you know what? You should watch the friends Thanksgiving episodes. <laughs> but no, like it really does suck. I've spent, um, a few Christmases by myself before and you know I think like a part of me is like this is not a big deal and another part of me like on that day I think it's another thing too especially less with Thanksgiving but especially with Christmas literally everything is shut down except for Sonic and Chinese food places and and like grocery stores after noon or whatever and that's really hard to just to be like, there's no options. And that's how I feel like, that's why I was just like, man, that's, that's real shitty for you. You are separated by like a lot of distance from your family and like everything that's really familiar. But also with the pandemic, there's just like a whole, it's just the, it's just the simple fact of like, you cannot. That's, I just was having a conversation with somebody um, who, actually ended up like testing positive for COVID recently or um, like knows that they have COVID and Mm -hmm. um, you know, like what are your big weekend plans? And it's like, well, nothing like, and it's like, nothing's really different from the last like eight months because there's been no weekend plans for the last eight months. But now like telling me that I can't go do it Mm -hmm. is like different than me choosing not to be able to go do it. And that's how it feels like on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, do I need to go to the grocery store every day? Do I need to go to like out to dinner every day? But like at least the options there. Right. Where like Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's not. But yeah, no things. I mean, Thanksgiving ended up being like good. It was like fine. And um, I think that there's something though, like it's just the day that is hard and mm-hmm. especially like social media makes it hard with like everybody seeing everybody like doing their thing and it's like oh <laughs> okay yeah. that's what everyone else is doing but no i think i think this year i hope this year for everybody if we have any listeners who like you know kind of experience the same thing like i hope that there are some new traditions and like new wokeness mm-hmm. that comes from you know, that comes from this, like, it's not about what you have. And I mean, it's so cliche, but like, it's just, it's so not about the things that we've made it about. And I hope that like, just spending some extra quality time, even if it's been on like Zoom or FaceTime with like the people that are important to you that like, I just hope that that sticks around more. Yeah. Even general, general appreciation for the little being able to spend, yeah and like being able to spend the time with people that you are that are important to you yeah so whether that means like facetime or flying ribbons and bows and crazy bags of wrapping paper like embrace it <laughs> yeah and I think you know um 
we can all, I think our, our advice, our words of advice would be to, um, I don't remember. Why do I keep losing my train of thought? I don't know. It's, it's, are you not drinking wine fast enough? Probably not. No, I'm on Mm. my second glass. Mm. Oh man. But no, I just, I don't know. I think just, uh, just generally appreciating, appreciating the people. I know that the hall, this is what I was going to say. I know the holidays can be very chaotic, um, for, for many reasons. Like some people are just, you know, some families are very demanding and they don't take, um, you know, the breaking of traditions very well. Like when you, you know, when, you have a new partner and like you have to incorporate their families too. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes families aren't very understanding of that. And I, and I think, you know, we're fairly lucky in that regard. And that I think like your family and my family, um, very, very relaxed about, about it. Um, maybe that's a product of like the divorce thing. I don't know, but, um, you know, but for others try, try to breathe, just breathe. It's just breathe it's, and it's okay. You know, at least you have just try to focus in on, you know, your relationship with, with your partner. Um, don't let the chaos of everything just affect any, affect your mood, affect, affect the day. Just let it like wash over you because these are, these are also important moments. Um, and they, they build upon each other, even though like your first time, your first time meeting everyone at a holiday dinner, it's super awkward. I get it, <laughs> but it's building blocks. It's the first one. And those are important times, especially like to them. That's a really important time. And you got to be a part of it. Yep. And I think like not setting expectations is good too, because oh, yeah. then you, you know, it's only up from there. Yeah. Um, go, go with the flow. And holidays are hard for some people, so I want to kind of, like, wrap it up with this. But, like, I know that holidays can be really challenging. And, like, I experienced it um, this year kind of for the first time, just, like, feeling really disconnected and, like, really kind of sad um, Mm -hmm. just with everything going on. So, like, a genuine offer out there if anybody's listening and you are alone on the holidays, um, we can, like, totally FaceTime or something. (gasps) We should. I like genuinely want to open that to somebody because I don't want anybody to like be alone in their apartment or in their house and like crying on Thanksgiving because you, especially this year are like not the only one. So no, when that out there, no, please, please. That's so genuine. Please let us know. Um, no, that like those years. So I, like I said, there's been like a couple of years where you know, I was in for whatever reason, like I couldn't travel. I couldn't be with my family. Like, cause my family is like never home on the holidays. And I had to be here by myself one year. I had a friend who like at the last minute, um, we weren't even like that close at the time, but she, like her, her mom was just like, no, like, what are you doing? Like, come home. Come, Cause I was in college. She was like, come home. You're going to spend ho- the Christmas with us. Like no question. Like you are not going to be in Lubbock by yourself. Like it, sometimes it just takes someone 
even if it's not someone that you're very close to, just to be like, no, what do you know? You need to be around people mm-hmm. right now. Like this, and we're going to be as people. Cody has also been that person for me before. Like Cody and I spent Christmas together one year mm. and I ordered, I ordered pizza hut for us on Christmas Eve because they don't deliver on Christmas. <laughs> and we, and we ate, and we ate pizza hut on Christmas and he trimmed my hair for me. <laughs> oh my God. Love that for you. Also, Cody, I want a hair co- cut by you. So. <laughs> So, Hashtag anyway. Cody cuts. Yeah. Cody cares. Cody cuts. So, so we can we absolutely should be that. If if you guys need someone, you just need some company or whatever, like let us know. We will absolutely make it happen. Yeah. That. Yes. I am like that's almost like a call for like, please do it because I want somebody to too. <laughs> so <laughs> for Mariah. So it's not about you, it's about uh, Mariah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, All right. On that note, I love that. That's very nice. Um, I hope you guys had a really um, great Thanksgiving. I hope you have a really great Christmas, which um, by the time this airs, I think it's next week. Um, Enjoy. Enjoy the rest of 2020. I know it's been a fucking crazy year, but let's let's find ways to enjoy it and not drive ourselves crazy. Yeah. 2021 is almost here. Not that that'll automatically be different, but you know, it's, it's just going to maybe feel better vibes. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, in the meantime, you guys definitely should leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> you should also definitely follow us on Instagram at like honestly pod. That's the handle at like honestly pod. Um, you know what else you can do? You can tell a friend. What's your favorite episode? You should recommend it to them. Ooh, and tell us too. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, um, yeah, let us know. That too. And we might be having like a fun little giveaway soon because we have some merch in. Oh, do we? Well, yeah, we will by the time this airs. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, that's news. That's exciting. (laughs) Oh, but, but. Another, I thought what you were going to say is in our next episode, we're bringing Rob back. Ooh, that too. That was a big hit. Um, Bring so we're him talking back. Bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you guys should stay tuned for that. Woo woo. In the meantime, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, guys.